Hello. Uh, we are live at the WQAQ studio at Quinnipiac University, and this is episode one of Almost Roommates. My name is Mason Glad, and I'm here with my co-host, Luca Dorenzo. Say hello. Hey, how you doing today? Oh, I am doing great. This is very exciting. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, so this is our first episode. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like it's our, our first day to fame. Uh, we're on our way, I think. Joe Rogan is slightly below us. We're we're already we're on we're on our way. I agree. I think I think in two weeks it's gonna be on billboards. We're gonna be big time. All right, so so let's let's start over. Okay, let's slow down a little bit. This this podcast this show is called Almost Roommates. Why 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 because well, um, your favorite disease Rona happened, and we were supposed to be roommates. Uh, we were pretty excited about that. Uh, we talked a little bit. Were we the were we excited about that? I, we barely knew each other. Uh, I was very dry towards him during the summer when he texted me. But but he was the only roommate I knew we were gonna have. But because of Corona, uh, we ended up not being roommates. But here we are. He is across the hall from me, and we're pretty close friends now. Yes, I want to be very clear here. We were supposed to be in a quad together which is four people in one room, and we got split up. So I'm with someone else who was supposed to be in our quad, and Luca's with another person who was supposed to be in our quad. I want to be very clear, we're not dissing these other people. I love my roommate. My roommate's name is Nihal. Shout out Nihal, he'll be on the show eventually. Luca, <laughs> Luca has Alex, and we love them both, so we're not dissing them. Uh, they're but great. Yeah. yeah, they're great. They're some of the greatest roommates. We would have made the greatest quad, the quad squad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would have been so fun. But you know what? Also, having a double when there's supposed to be four people, our rooms are massive. So I I have two beds. Well, I actually no, I have what I call the mega bed, and it, it's one really long bed. Uh, it stretches from one side of the room to the other, um, and it, it's basically like a massive couch. And I, I just watch TV on it, and I have my friends up there. Yeah, and you always have to clean it off before someone gets up. <laughs> I use it as a night table the other bed. It's pretty bad. Well, yeah, because our, our beds are bunk beds, so we're, like, on top, and our desks are on the bottom. So there's not really anywhere to put things. I have, like, wrappers on top of my cabinets. Yeah, I, I having a bunk bed, like, up, being up high, you don't have the luxury of a night table. And I took that for granted, uh, for sure. That's something that's like, ooh, you need one of those. So I'll figure that out next semester. All right, so so we're on the air. Uh, this is the first episode of our show. What what do you want this show to be? I mean, we kind of just dreamed this up a few weeks ago, and now we're here. So what what is the goal? The goal the goal is is um, <laughs> we like money. We're gonna become famous. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> the goal. I we were walking over here, and I told Luca if we don't have the Joe Rogan $100 million Spotify deal within, like, two weeks, I say we just quit, and I think we're done. Yeah, uh, I want to make it clear it's not about the fans, it's about the, the money. <laughs> it's about the money. Make it day one, it's about the money. I All agree. Right. Um, but, yeah, do you listen to, like, podcasts or anything? Um, the main one I listen to is My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and we I mentioned this to Mason earlier. Uh, they're a comedy podcast. Three brothers, um, all related. Same dad and everything, um, and they're just about the funniest people on earth. And I, I, I started watching their like animations, the the animatics that they have on, on online, and I'd be watching it here in the student center and just keep myself from laughing so hard in the middle of the student center in front of people. It's just that funny, um, and that's how that's how I aspire to be. All right, yeah, I listen to. Uh... Uh, views with David Dobrik and Jason Nash. That's my comedy podcast. I think we both we both recommended these to each other. I don't think either of us actually listened to them. We said we would, but <laughs> so I think we might have like conflicting views of what this is gonna be, which should be fun. But maybe like some week we can actually listen to them and like review them to each other. Yeah, that'd be a good a good segment. I think that'd be fun. Speaking of segments, do we want to talk about? Uh, what we have upcoming. What we have upcoming. In the, in this very, very studio, what's about to happen? Our plan. <laughs> uh, so much is going to happen. It's going to be like explosions and stuff. 
It's going to be a great time. But, yeah, we have some ideas. Um, so let, yeah, what are some segments we want to do every so week? So I, th- I think the first segment that we're going to do is <laughs> we're, we're calling it uh, – what are we calling it? Almost experts. What is yeah, almost experts. Almost experts. And, and we find questions online, and we answer them because we're, we're your experts. We know your, your, your questions, your queries, and we'll, we'll have your answers. Um, and totally serious, 100% honest answers. Yeah, I have some good ones. We haven't really told each other what we want to ask, and uh, we I was like on Yahoo Answers and stuff, and I think we got some good stuff. But eventually we want to uh, answer questions from our fans, even though we don't care about them. We want to answer their questions. So we have an email. I'm going to plug it now. If you email almostroommatesqu at gmail.com and ask us a question, we will answer it on the air, guaranteed, unless it's extremely inappropriate then then we'll ignore you but yeah. um we're we're your we're your experts yeah and uh we have another segment and i mean this is like your baby so i have to let you explain it um all right this is this is like yeah this is my baby this is i'm so passionate about this i call it all well, i i found it on the internet it's called soup salad sandwich if you haven't heard of it it's just about the best game to ever play it's a great icebreaker it's the reason why we have a whole friend group right now. I, I blame it on soup salad sandwich. Um, it, it's basically you you identify you you get a food, any food that has at least two ingredients, and you identify whether or not it's a soup salad or a sandwich. Um, you might think that's stupid, but uh, we'll get into it later. But it it carries a conversation. We've talked about it for hours on end. Like a whole night you can talk about that stuff. Oh, definitely. All right, so we have we have our coming attractions, but um let's let's learn a little bit about each other. I think we got to introduce ourselves a little bit. So uh who who is Luca Dorenzo? That's a that's a good question. I'm I'm pretty mysterious. <laughs> you uh, are pretty mysterious. I agree with that. Um I grew up and lived in Framingham, Massachusetts, uh, a large town near Boston. Um, it's a good place to grow up. I I have a little bit of history with recording. Uh, I'm a film major. I haven't done anything radio like, but I've done news. I've done I've been on air before. Uh, the the audio thing in front of me, the control panel, it's pretty familiar. Um, so that's that's basically my past. That's your whole past. That's, that's ev- <laughs> everything that's happened. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's go to you and then we'll go back. Okay. To me. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my name is Mason Glaude. I am from New Jersey. Shout out Jersey. I love it there. Um, grew up <clears throat> my hometown. It's where my family's from. Uh, I loved my hometown. Had great friends. I loved high school. I did a lot of uh, news stuff at my high school, too. I was on the yearbook staff. I was on the, the TV news staff. Never did radio or anything, but, like, I love podcasts, so, like, this is good. And, yeah, now I'm here. I am a journalism major, but I'm probably going to change to something else. He, he's going to change to film. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to change. Gonna, I'm going I'm to bring him to the dark side. Film's probably the greatest, greatest major to exist. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, I appreciate that, but I don't not I do not see that happening. But who knows? Who knows? We will see. All right. How how is high school? How I is, love talking about high school. High school was, is such like a magical time. How was your high school experience? <laughs> it, it was to me. It was high school. Kind of passed by pretty quickly. Uh, I sure hope I didn't peak in high school because <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't too memorable of an experience. Um, it was just overall like high school. I don't. What about you? Why you you seem to to hold high school upon this standard? Why? Yeah, I do. You know, funny story. During quarantine, it was like when we finally realized we were never gonna go back. I I sent a Snapchat to all my friends, and I asked, "Do you think you peaked in high school?" Just flat out. That's a good question. And it was one of the most fascinating nights I've ever had. The answers I got were very interesting. Most people said no, and I was like, okay, like, prove it, but whatever. But, uh, no, I just loved high school. 
I think like forcing 400 kids into the same place every day and like forcing them to like have a good time and like make friends is so like such a good like social experiment and I mean I I was really lucky I had a great group of friends like shout out to my friends at home did your friends like name your like group of friends like you know how here we call ourselves the quad squad yeah did you have that in high school um not not until quarantine happened uh uh I like uh, alliteration so uh quarantine crew um, uh. <laughs> and crew was spelt with a Q. Um, and actually, so tell me about your your quarantine experience. Because with me, it, it actually brought a lot of my friend group together. Uh, a lot of introverts there. In, in, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, great people and everything. I love my friends back at home. Um, but a lot of introverts. And, w- and when COVID happened, I would stay up till like 2 in the morning every night playing Minecraft or... or, or GTA, and just laughing with my friends. It was some of the greatest times I've ever had online. Um, as much as I missed school, I even though I, I downplayed school, it was it was nice to be able to see my friends in person. And when quarantine hit, that was it's pretty difficult. But I think uh, me and my friends coped pretty well, uh, and it brought everyone closer together in in my friend group rather than apart. But what about what about you? Yeah. So. Um... I don't know. My friends, we we were always out. Like, I was never home. I was always out doing something. I mean, like, I would go to parties, nothing, like, crazy, but we were always hanging out and stuff like that. So, I mean, it it hit pretty hard, especially, like, the first month where you really couldn't see each other. Like, after, like, a month, we could, like, kind of go bike riding together or throw a Frisbee or something. But, uh... You know, we made a Minecraft server too. I feel like I feel like every friend group made a Minecraft server. It, it was definitely the peak so far of yeah. my Minecraft life. Even though you know, twelve years old, play with that. I, I got back into like Minecraft YouTubers. Uh, secret guilt of mine. Oh, I, I agree. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But yeah, um, it sucked. I mean, I don't want to say like I'm a very lazy person. So there's, like, a very small part of me that was, like, happy to watch Netflix all the time and, like, lie around. But, like, really, I just wanted to get back out with my friends. And eventually I did. Like, this summer, I don't think COVID affected the summer as much as I thought it would. Like, I was still safe about everything, but I did get to do a lot of stuff. So, uh, it's over. I mean, (laughs) COVID's not over, but, like... No, definitely not. Definitely not, but the stage of, like depressing locked in your house is kind of over especially here so i'm yeah. just i'm putting I, it behind me i was i was expecting my summer to be to be you know as much as i like being an introvert i i much rather be an uh, extrovert um and i was afraid that my summer would have been affected by by the whole quarantine thing but because i kind of focused on a really really small friend group um i had honestly one of the it wasn't perfect you know but it was a pretty decent senior summer uh and given the circumstances i couldn't ask for anything better you know i, I had a friend who uh he has a house on the lake some of the best times you know a lake house is probably the coolest thing ever i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna retire and have a lake house i went to a lake house this summer with my friends too lake house there's like a vibe to it you just can't match it yeah it's not it's better than the beach house honestly as much as I like the beach, lake is way it's it's way cooler. All right, so um, so summer's over and you get shipped off here. <laughs> uh, how were you nervous to come here? Because when I met you, you were so chill. You were like, you did not seem phased at all. I'm not gonna lie. That is probably like not true. But what what were your thoughts coming? That here? was a facade. I was so scared. I'm not gonna lie. I. Coming here, uh, everyone was on a hike. I was later than most people. Um, yeah, and I, I was mo- on that hike. Everyone, when I moved in, everyone was on a hike, and then my parents left, and I was there in in my dorm room alone, and I was sitting there like, this is it. Like, <laughs> this is, I am officially, uh, officially an adult. Um, and it, it was kind of like, kind of really scary. Uh, and then you came, and I'm like, are you the Mason that I've been talking to or 
talking barely um, to uh, and, you, and you're like yeah yeah and from there it, it, it felt alright uh, wow. it, it took a little bit getting used to <laughs> that's an adorable story because I remember it very differently I knocked on your door you peeked your head out and you're like I'm on the phone and you close the door I actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so me though like I, <laughs> I was like okay sure I'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> I probably like I was probably just really nervous I didn't know how to talk to people I don't know who I was on the phone with Oh, you know what? It was definitely my parents who yeah, would leave me alone. Uh, they were they were really I'm the last son. Uh they were reluctant reluctant to to give me up. Uh <laughs> same. Yeah. I have an older brother in college too. Uh it was, it was it was scary for them too, but I feel like my parents are definitely doing better now without me. I was I was a plague on them. I was <laughs> I was a terrible son. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. But I don't know. They're doing great. I'm doing great. I, I couldn't ask for a better college. I was so scared I made the wrong choice. I, I got into Emerson, which was, like, at the time, my dream school. Like, it's Emerson. It's literally, like, the king of film on this on this side of the Mississippi. And I decided to go to a much smaller school, nowhere near the city. And I'm like, did I make the right decision? And I have been the first semester isn't even over yet I, I already can decide this was it because I, I have friends who, who are in Emerson and they like it and everything but they they had trouble getting friends um the city is such a different environment than what I'm used to and, and the more I think about it I'm not a city guy I, I would live in the city for maybe like at most a year but I I couldn't live a my quiet life there uh you know i'm super glad this is a good area it's not too far from boston it's not too far from new york but it's far enough uh it's it's pretty nice yeah that was that was some good self-reflection there i thought you're gonna start crying here <laughs> <laughs> all right uh what do we want to do now do we want to uh continue on um i let's okay so I was nervous, too. I'm going to talk about me now. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. If, that, if that's okay with you. No, I'm pulling up the schedule. I want to see what... Uh... All right. Um, I, I, was, I was definitely nervous, right? Like, I, I, my brother went through it um, two years ago, like, going to college. So I kind of knew, like, a little bit of what to expect. But um, same with you. I, I almost went to Syracuse. Like, I was like, okay, this is where I want to be. I remember, like, the first week, week and a half of being here was, like, such a weird time. I just remember, like, do you remember, like, walking just at night? We would just walk. Yeah. Like, walk across campus, like, and if anyone wanted to join our, like, walking group, they would join us. And, like, half those people, I don't even know who they are anymore. Um, but that's what I remember. I mean, yeah, yeah that's the best way to, to, to find people is you just got to be really... I was afraid that people won't be friendly because, in, in general, people aren't that friendly. They're not like, yeah, come walk with us, right? <laughs> but when you're starting college as a freshman... Like, everyone's... Everyone is exactly like that. Everyone's, like, looking for friends because everyone's in the same place as you. Yeah. Uh, and I was a little scared about that, but then I thought about it. Like, everyone's in the same situation as me. I think... People want friends. I think it also helped... At least, like, my door to my room was always open, and you guys had your door open a lot, too. And I think that helps a lot, too. Uh, pro tip to anyone going to college, leave your door open because people will just come. And steal stuff. Um, <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think we got really lucky, right? We have a good group of friends here. Uh, you know what was really lucky? That tornado that blew through yes. Quinnipiac. Uh, there was a tornado, in case you didn't know, if you moved in later or you're just not listening from Quinnipiac. Um, and it... it, it, it destroyed the power for a good three days yeah and you think that would be a terrible thing and, it was and it, it was it okay. was painful it yeah. was it was utterly painful only because it was so hot it was the fans don't work we're on the fourth floor of probably the hottest building in all of uh in the whole campus it was ridiculously hot but those nights everyone was bored it's not like you could go home and we'll watch netflix like what you can't do that that's there's no Wi-Fi or whatever. 
um, you don't want to do that in the student center. Um, and so it really forced people to go out and, and, and play cards against humanity uh, or Uno or anything, just socialize. And it, it, it was a big push for people to really socialize with each other. Um, and I'm honestly almost grateful that a tornado ripped through Quinnipiac. I mean, same. That's that's how we made most of our friends. Because I remember the day the power got back, we have deemed that day uh, Power Day. Happy Power Day. And I really think we're going to celebrate it next year. Yeah. I, I put it in my calendar on my phone. It falls on one of our friends' birthdays. Yeah, it falls on one of our friends' birthdays. Um, and, like, that night when the power got back, we all, like, hung out for the first time. And, uh, yeah, it was sick. Uh, but, yeah, we're chilling now, right? I mean... We're like halfway through the semester. That's crazy. Yeah, that's it. Flew by pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, it's literally it's Wednesday during midterm week. <laughs> so we're literally smack in the middle of the year. It's been long and it's been short. I don't know how to describe it. It's been. Yeah. It feels like it, we've been here forever, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like I've been here for what seven weeks. Seven weeks. That's seven crazy. Weeks. Is this the longest you've ever been away from home? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, it's crazy. But, like, how... Are you homesick? <laughs> be honest, no. <laughs> I mean, I miss I miss my friends. I miss everyone. Um, but I'm out here living my life. Uh, I'm having a great time. Yeah, uh, It's I not like I, I miss the comfort of my home. The only thing I miss is, is, is the people... Uh, but even then, I've made people here, too. And when I go back, I'm going to miss them. I miss the, the miss food situation at home. Oh, my God. The food. You're right. Screw the food here. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I've had some of the worst meals of my life here. Uh, I I just, like, I just want more options. I made mac and cheese at home all the time. I haven't had, like, actual mac and cheese in so long. Uh, I left today for the first time to, to go record this. Yeah, today's <laughs> okay. What time is it? It's four twenty-six p.m. and we are walking here, and Luca's like, "Oh yeah, this is the first time I've like left my room." I was like, "What? That's all day you were in your room." I I had, um, I had what like a, a Quaker Oats granola bar for breakfast. Nice. And some chips and mac and cheese, the professional college diet. Yeah. Uh, it, it's cause like. The food here, like the less expensive food, is not worth to walk all the way here to go get food. I'd rather stay home and and be an introvert, really. Uh, it, it's just not, to me, not worth it. You know what I've, I've learned here? What? Like outside of the classroom? Uh, how expensive Uber rides can be after they build up. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, uh, my parents have no concept on how much an Uber costs. So <laughs> when they're surprised that I've gone through a certain amount of money, I'm like, do you understand like how much, how little that actually is? Like I've been pretty decent at saving money, and it's all Uber rides. You yeah. can't get anywhere without, it's like what? How much did we spend on that first trip to, to Target? I don't know. I think in total, I probably spent like eighty or ninety dollars on Uber here, which does okay. Like I get it; it's not that much, but like I'm going to get groceries. Like it's like it's not like I'm riding. I don't know. It's just annoying. I wish I wish I had a car. I miss my car. I really miss having a car. I never owned a car, but I would mooch off my parents. Nice. Uh, they they never. They, well, they were always home, so you know I would always have a car. Uh, and driving, oh my god, I love driving on the highway. It's one of my favorite things to do, just jamming. I, li- I like to vibe, um, on, like the, to vibe. On, the hi- on the highway to, to the same, like, five songs over and over again. It's, a, right. it's a bad thing to do. A little, little off topic, but I'm just curious because I talked about this with a lot of our friends a lot. Um, do your friends at home use the word vibe a lot? Oh, we vibe all the time. <laughs> and some some of our friends... Um, call me crazy. They're like, what do you mean you're vibing? And I'm like, I'm just vibing. I'm literally just vibing. I have a playlist on Spotify. It's not public. You can't, you can't find it. But uh, it's called literally just vibing. 
Um, That's awesome. <laughs> and it's literally me vibing. It's my vibe songs. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while. I made it last summer. Um, great playlist for me and for me only. Speaking of playlists, you like that transition? Yeah. Uh, I- before we get into the next segments, we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to play a song. This song is called... College with a View by Elsie Huffman. I thought it was a little appropriate because we're talking about college, and I love this song. All right, and we're back. Uh, this is the part of the show uh, where we're going to be talking about your questions or questions we found on the Internet, and it's called... Uh, what was it called again? <laughs> Almost Experts. Almost Experts. I don't we know why. We just talked about we how excited about we were about it during the song. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, um, it's we we answer your 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 questions, um, or questions on the internet. It's a fairly simple concept where your local experts on everything. We know everything. <laughs> we know ev- <laughs> We basically know everything. So. We're we're uh, Bruce Almighty. I mean, we're college kids. Like we know we know it all. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to ask a question first, or do I want to ask a question first? Um, you can you can ask one first. All right. We, by the way, we don't know each other's. Um, I think you told me like one, so we knew like the kind of vibe we were going with. But like, we're blindly going into this, so uh, I'm excited. G- give me something. All right. I'm ready. All right. I I told you this one. We're gonna start with this one. Um, it's a question from Quora. If you know that website, Quora. Uh, how do I stop my strange addiction of consuming a massive amount of melatonin gummies to help me fall asleep? <laughs> That's a great question. It's a great question. Have you taken melatonin? I I have not. I've seen ads like on on uh, on Instagram for like vaping melatonin, which sounds oh. like it break your lungs. Oh wow! I do not vape melatonin, but I have had melatonin, and. I love it. I mean, my family, we're, all, we're we're like the melatonin family. My mom. Sleep addicts. She's on the melatonin. Yeah, we're sleep addicts. <laughs> my, my brother loves melatonin, so I don't think that's a weird addiction at all. I think you just take as many as you want. That is not, I do not endorse that. That was a joke. For legal reasons, that was a I, joke. But, but can, you, can you take too much melatonin at once? Definitely. The first time I did it, they say take two. So the first time I did it, I took two, and I woke up, and it felt like... I was hit by a truck and then like kicked on the ground. It it knocks you out. It's crazy. How how long does it it take to like hit? Like a half hour. All right. I take like a half of one now and that does it. I have it in my dorm room. We should do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Experimental. We should do. Yeah. Drugs okay, on campus. Okay, this is happening. Uh, <laughs> we're, Luke and I will take uh, two melatonin. Uh, one day this week, and we will report our findings next week on how how it all worked. I I already sleep like a baby though. Like I'll sleep through anything. I've slept through like trees falling on my house, everything. <laughs> and the I was asleep. My mom was scared, but you know what? I think I'm gonna sleep for at least three years if I take this gummy. We're doing it. We're taking two. We're taking two, a two whole. They recommend two. And like, that's what it says on the thing. All right. Uh, if you say so, Let, let's do one of your questions then. Okay, I'm excited about that though. All right, so mine, I, I found this one, and uh, it might take you a second to like understand what it's asking. But the question is, uh, how do you get YouTube to film you? How do you get what, like? Like, how how do you get the YouTube film crew to come film you so you end up on YouTube? There's a YouTube film crew? No. But like, this guy obviously assumed that, like, the company <laughs> just, like, filmed you. <laughs> you, you. You have to find the company. Yeah, like, well, like, when the YouTube company thinks it's interesting enough, they'll come and they'll, they'll film you. Have you seen some of this stuff on YouTube? That stuff is so, like, you can't find the most uninteresting stuff. How yeah. does this guy think that you have to have a YouTube crew? You know, the first YouTube video is, like, one of the creators of the app, of the website, and he's just like, I'm at a zoo. Here's a giraffe. Yeah, same I, kind of thing. I mean, go figure it was him. What a genius. Well, he's probably a multi-billionaire by now. The reason I picked this question is because on one of the best shows ever, The Office, uh, something is happening in The Office, and Michael Scott goes... 
this is gonna be huge. We should get YouTube down here. So I think that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, YouTube does have like crews. Like, how how did they film like Rewind? Oh, you want to be on the YouTube Rewind crew? Is that your dream job? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> uh, what a disaster. The first like three. YouTube rewinds are good. There's uh, one. Recommend. There's one where where uh, PewDiePie like jumps through the floor. That one's my favorite. That one's good. I loved. What's that song called? Uh, I don't know. Uh, the one where he jumps through the floor. It was my one of my favorites. You know, in the, in middle school, you go to the Halloween dance parties. I I was king of Halloween in middle school. Uh, wow. Yeah, I I was a washing machine in sixth grade. Really? <laughs> it was a great costume. I was like a like a rapper. In fourth grade, and I had like these chains and like. A oh, I thought you went like. <laughs> I thought you went like a Milky Way, like. No, no, no! I was like, I was like Eminem Junior. <laughs> uh, Milky Way would have been really good. Uh, yeah, that would have been good. I was a whack a mole. I was a lot of things. One year, I was, I was a girl for Halloween in fourth grade. And <laughs> it, it was so it was so convincing, that, um. That that I went to the men's bathroom during the Monster Mash. If you ever had a Monster Mash as a kid, yes, of course. Um, and Monster Mash is probably the best thing to ever happen ever. Uh, and I went to the bathroom, and some kid screamed and thought oh, I was a girl in the men's <laughs> bathroom. It's a great story. You remember there's a a news story about how like these parents faked this kid. They put like their kid in a balloon, and the balloon was flying. It was all over the news. Uh, uh, uh um. Balloon Boy. Right? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Someone at my school, it was like third grade, went as Balloon Boy, and he was like in like a little thing with like <laughs> clouds around him. That was a really good costume. That's really funny that you bring that up because... Were you Balloon... Was that you? No. <laughs> as, as well as I could be Balloon Boy. That, I'd be so fitting for that. I believe that it was not uh, a stunt. That and I there's like a whole documentary on it. Uh, Internet historian, one of the greatest YouTubers of all time, covers okay. it. I'd highly recommend you, you you watch it. He's a very funny guy. It's like a 40 minute video though. It's a whole like documentary, and he talks about how Balloon Boy was was complete accident. He was it was an actual weather balloon that he thought the kid climbed into, and the kid hid for some reason. And everyone thought he was up there, and then they finally caught the thing, and he wasn't in there, and they were so scared. Uh, and it's amazing. There's a whole, like, the cops. So the, the wife of the guy barely spoke English, mm-hmm. and the cops interrogated her to... Because it, it cost a lot of money. This whole thing cost a ton of money for the government, over, like, a million dollars. And someone needs to pay for that, you know, firefighters and everything. And so they were trying to interrogate to see if this was a stunt or not, because, you know, they're thinking, oh, this person did this as a stunt, now they got to pay. Um, and so they interrogated the wife. She barely spoke English, and they didn't even read her rights or anything. Crazy stuff, and the footage is all there. Um, and I believe that Balloon Boy, the father, is innocent. He went to jail. He actually went to jail for a fairly long time and got made fun of. I mean, we talk about him now. It got made fun of on the internet and everything, um, but he's an innocent man. Uh, wow. I, I could do I if what? I were to bring notes and everything, I could do yeah. a whole podcast on this. <laughs> Maybe one week if I'm like can't come, you should just do a whole Balloon Boy episode by myself. I yeah. think I think you could do it. That was a very interesting tangent. I approved. Uh, so yeah, I look forward to that someday. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. All right, uh, let me pull up another question. Uh, <laughs> on the, because we're roommates, I thought this was a great question. We're almost we're not roommates. Oh, because we're almost roommates. Sorry. <laughs> what show do you think this is? <laughs> is this is this the roommate show? <laughs> nah, it's like the other door. <laughs> uh, is it illegal to put peanuts in my food to prevent my roommate <laughs> from eating it? My roommate is allergic to peanuts. <laughs> he keeps eating my food. I've told him to stop eating my food repeatedly. He has his own food, yet continues to eat mine. That's <laughs> that is just an awesome question. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't think that's very morally correct. But um, 
I guess it depends on your roommate contract. (laughs) (laughs) On the roommate contract. Um, Legally, uh, I believe that's... I don't know. Because you could argue that it's your own food that you poisoned. I guess it's... Is it Ill- okay? Is it I don't want to defend poison? this, but let's play devil's advocate. Yeah, it's uh, like setting up security cameras in like your bank, right? Or like a trap in your bank. But are you allowed to like booby track, booby trap your bank? Like I don't know about that. I. It's it's definitely illegal to like booby trap a bank. <laughs> you can't just like put put a floor with spikes in the middle. And I don't know. <laughs> cover it up with leaves <laughs> and a tarp. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, you could just say you put the peanuts there for taste. Like you like the taste of of your peanuts on that on that spaghetti and meatballs that you have. Um, morally, is it okay? No, but legally, who knows? That's like, I don't know. You could totally get them though. I think. <laughs> The eating in the dorm room, like, I, I'm always snacking. Like, I, I'm always eating something, and uh, my roommate doesn't. Like, he does. He says he only does it when I'm not in the room, just by coincidence. So I always feel so weird because I'm always snacking, and he's not. Yeah, he's got a whole pile of snacks. I I'm know. like, does this man eat? Like, I haven't seen it deplete at all. That's since what we, I'm saying. Since we came here. I don't think he eats. He just sleeps. He sleeps, like, 24-7. Yeah, he, he does sleep a he, lot. But he I, eats a lot of melatonin gummies. I, yeah. <laughs> that's what that, he's been eating. That's, yeah, uh, we, we, we solved it. That makes sense. He's been in hibernation like a bear. All right, I have a really good one. I think you're going to like this one. All right. <laughs> if, if Einstein was so smart, why did he die? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why, why did that man just cure death? <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, why? Because <laughs> uh, why not? You why know? did he die? I'm going to look it up right now, live on the show. Oh, I know, I know a cool story about his death, though. His last words were in German. Really? But, but he, was in, he was in the hospital bed. He had an aneurysm. That's sad. He was in the hospital bed. His last words were in German, and the only person who had heard it was the nurse, but she didn't speak German. So nobody knows what Einstein's last words are. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I don't know if that's completely true. That's off the top of my mind, but that, uh, according sounds true. to Google, that is true. Um, I love Google. Wow, yeah. I, I just thought that was a good question. Like, uh, <laughs> I know. Why didn't the man just, like, he invented the nuke? He's, yeah. <laughs> he basically invented death. Why not <laughs> invent the cure to death? All right, what do you got? Um... Can somebody help me with my odd craving for raw meat? <laughs> That's okay, the what do you get your meat cooked to? I'm gonna be honest, I don't cook meat that often. I live in a dorm room. Oh, okay, no, like when you go out to eat, like, is it like. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, um, medium rare. You know, our friend, uh, Ben. You know, Ben. You yeah, love Ben. Know ben. Shout out, Ben. Wait, which Ben, though? Uh, Ben K. All right. Uh, we were at the dinner the other night without you, because huh? <laughs> you were home. But uh, <laughs> he likes his meat rare. I okay. I've never seen anyone like I'll, the meat I'll, rare. I like meat rare, but I never go to a restaurant and order rare meat because I don't know where their meat's from. You know, I don't know where you put that slab of meat. It could have been anywhere. Uh, but my father is a great cook, and that's something I miss. Oh my god, he so literally when I was, you know what. I'll brag because you were bragging about eating without me. Um, when my uh, when I came home that weekend, my dad cooked me the best steak ever, and it was rare to medium rare. And I I genuinely enjoy that. Like I I could I bet I could eat raw meat if I knew. Okay, if you knew that the raw meat was safe, that you could eat it and not get sick, would you eat it? Well, here's a little dilemma. I don't eat that much meat at all. Right. Yeah. I'm a very picky eater. He doesn't even eat chocolate, right? I, I don't eat chocolate. Crazy. I don't eat steak or burger. I don't eat red meat. Right. I remember you telling me that. I don't know how I forget that. But uh, like, okay. I like chicken. I, I've i never had the compulsion to eat raw chicken. But if you knew that <laughs> That's, wasn't... I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you've never like like seen like a pack of, of ground beef and you're like, I could totally stick my hand in there. And like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what are you talking about? I could, I, could, I could totally stick my hand in that raw meat and like take a, a fistful and just like shove that down my throat. I, like we're moving on. No, I <laughs> I cannot let you go down this path. Why not though? I it I'm telling you, which color is more appetizing? I just picture a color. Do you think brown is appetizing? Or do you think red is appetizing? Brown is appetizing. I think the brown with the little black chisel things looks a lot better than a raw red. I, if I'm eating a color, meat. I'm choosing red over brown. Okay. <laughs> okay. New question. What's the best color to eat? <laughs> the best color to eat? Yellow. Undoubtedly yellow. What's yellow? Yellow. Like lemon. <laughs> that's like it. I would, I would go white. Because that's like pasta and bread and like, oh, I just, I mean, like, that's my, that's you, my thing. You know what sounds like Cheese. As a kid, I was always, I was always fascinated by, by this word, manila, like, like manila folders. Why? That sounds like the best flavor in the world. Oh, okay. I'll, I have some manila folders. You can eat them when we get back. I, you know I'm not afraid to eat paper. Oh, that's <laughs> story for another time. Story for another time. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I have one more uh, that I want to do. I really like this one. Uh, if swimming keeps you thin, why are whales fat? <laughs> I think that's a good question. Well, okay, I know why. I know exactly why. Because you know what whales are doing as they swim? All right, they're gobbling up so much krill and, like, shrimp at once and plankton. You know, they're, they're, they're going cuckoo. It's like if, if you're running, but... As you were running, there was just cheese that's falling into your face. That's why. <laughs> that's why they they stayed like fat. What an analogy! I want to see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense though. I get it. That makes sense. My okay. Before last thing, I w- I was on I was talking to my parents yesterday and I was telling them these questions, and my dad had one for you. He said. We're talking about swimming, and he said, "Why are there different ways of swimming? Like, why isn't there just like one way that's obviously fastest and you would use? Like, there's like breaststroke and backstroke and whatever." Like, well, well best, breaststroke is the fastest. Wait, that's the that's the uh, like. No one can see you mind. Luca <laughs> <laughs> just mind swimming a breast uh, breaststroke. That's breaststroke, right? Though, I'm trying yeah, to... I think so. Breaststroke is the fastest. Then why don't you just do that? Because it's not the coolest, obviously. Okay. Obviously so, <laughs> swimming uh, belly up, like jellyfish, like like soldier monkey baby. You, you ever take swimming lessons? Uh, a long time ago, yeah. Uh, You know, and the teacher would be like soldier pose, monkey pose, and then, you know what I'm talking about? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it makes no sense but that's that's my favorite because then yeah i can just breathe and just relax so you're saying there's a variety of ways to swim because some are just cooler than other ones obviously yeah all right that's fair I'll, I'll report back to my dad all right i have a few more questions but you know what i think is it time to move on i think we should move on i mean we'll, we'll be answering questions every week so yeah just save them so yeah let's just save them um all right up to the next segment this is my my personal favorite, as we talked about earlier. It's it's my baby. It's my child. The reason why everyone here is friends. Okay, uh, we, uh, there was a point in time when this entire hour long show was just gonna be us talking about soup salad and sandwich. I just wanted to say that's how much he cares about this topic. It it and I think it would have carried for at least like a a semester. <laughs> Eventually, it would have gotten old, but. You know, having small segments is a little bit better. Especially, we got, we got like, nine minutes left. Um, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That flew by fast. Anyways, let, let's get into it. Um, soup salad sandwich. I didn't prepare any foods. Now I think about it. Uh, foods off the top of the head. Pop-Tart. Well, we did a good example of one. I, I think a Pop-Tart is a great example. I don't, I don't think so. What? Okay, what, what do you think? Uh, a Pop-Tart. Oh, you're right. That's not a great example because it could be. All right. It could be like a ravioli, which is pasta. Obviously, it's pasta. You know, a ravioli is pasta. But it could be like a sandwich. You know, because it, it's got stuff in the middle. And then, like, a crust on the outside. That's like a, a, a calzone. And honestly, I think a calzone is a sandwich. 
okay. would argue that a calzone is a sandwich because it, it, it's got a crust on sides of it and then stuffing in the middle. To me, that's a sandwich. So a Pop-Tart is a sandwich. Okay. Wait, wait, what do you think? I think a Pop-Tart, I would say, is a sandwich. All but right. like, does, don't pop, I don't need Pop-Tarts. Don't they have, like, icing? Yeah, but Isn't that, that soup? Like... <laughs> so then isn't it like eating soup in a bread bowl? Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. See, look at these discussions. We're See, gonna... that, that's, that's what I'm talking about, though. You you go hours talking about this stuff. Uh, I think people think we're crazy, but just just wait. Just wait. It, it gets so interesting. By week eight, you'll be like, oh, okay. I guess. You, you'll be, like, calling us and be yeah. like, no, that that is a sandwich. I'm telling you. All right, let's... Okay, I'm going to start easier than that. What do you think about pasta? Pasta. That's a salad, right? That's a salad because it it doesn't have liquid. It doesn't have enough liquid to become a a uh, soup. Um, oh, boy. Are we getting into that already? No, we're not going to get into my... I call it the ranch theory. Uh, I want to get into the radical cake theory eventually, too. Radical cake. There's a whole bunch of radical sides. There's... Ten minutes is not enough for this. We we need to at least have fifteen minutes. That's why it's a weekly show. That's why it's a weekly show. But I'll, I'll get into the ranch theory next time. Just right. be prepared. <laughs> next next week, ranch theory. Everyone, uh, stay tuned. But pasta is definitely a salad. Yeah, I agree. That's an easy one. That's a clear one. Because think about it, salad. Think about a salad. Think mm-hmm. about pasta. Like, yeah, that makes sense. All right. What about what about sushi? I would go salad. I'd go sandwich. Yeah, I can see sandwich. Well, it it's like a, it's like is, a it a, is it a is it a sushi platter or is it like I don't eat sushi. Is it one sushi? What is it called? I a sushi. <laughs> is it a sushi or is it the platter? What do you mean? It's like 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 the whole roll? Because if there's like a whole plate of sushi, I would call that a salad. But if it's one little like thing, well, then... if you have a bunch of sandwiches on a plate, how is that a salad? That's a good point. So I. I'm saying, and here's 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 why, it's a it's. We're so talking about sushis, <laughs> sushi. Here's why sushi is is a sandwich because it it's basically a wrap. It, yeah. it Basically, you have, um, what's it called? Rice on the outside of of fish, seaweed, whatever, and that's essentially like if I have a chicken wrap, that's. Gluten on the outside, chicken, lettuce, tomatoes, whatever inside of there, stuffed all inside there. Now, why why do you think it's a salad? Well, I think you convinced me a little bit. I still want to I want to know your your, your well, train of thought. I don't eat sushi, man. But if I was thinking of a plate of sushi, it's a bunch of different ingredients that combine into one meal, and they're not necessarily connected, so it can't be a soup. But then, like, there's not like a top or a bottom to a plate of sushi, so that's why I, that's why I went salad. But I get the sandwich argument. I will agree with you there. Um, uh, what about another food? How about like pizza? Pizza. I've listen. I've dominated this. Pizza is totally a sandwich. It's an open face sandwich. Yeah, I, I agree. You you need the dough. It's literally like the same thing as making bread, only it's one side. But but on the, on that theory. Is a bread bowl of soup sandwich. It, you could argue that it's like an open face sandwich. It depends what the soup is. What do you mean? Like, it depends how much broth there is in the soup. What if, what if the bread soaks up all of the broth? Mm, then it's a sandwich. I guess because the, the, there's less of like a liquid to, to solid ratio. Yeah. Um, Man, everything wants me to talk about the ranch theory, but we don't have enough time no, for that. Time. I'm gonna ask one more that is the classic one: hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> soup. I'm telling you, it's soup. <laughs> All, right. All right. Tell me about why. What do you think it is? And then I'll get into soup. Are you talking about like a hot dog on a bun? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a sandwich. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, hear me out. If you freeze soup, is it still soup? Answer me that. Is it still soup? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course it's still soup. I guess so. I, my oh, mom freezes soup week? all the time. She puts she puts chicken next soup week in the freezer. To, 
Yeah, next week we'll talk about our our experience with this. But All okay, right. continue. Um, <laughs> with frozen soup. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So if you think about it, a hot dog is basically just pig soup. You know, you you got the hooves, the belly, whatever is in, in, a, is in a in a hot dog. You know that stuff's crazy. That's horrible. You ever seen how a hot dog is made? Just, just, you have like a minute to keep going. It, it, it's basically goop, and it, it they they harden that goop with like gelatin. If you put Jello in soup, it's still soup. Um, and you put a casing on it, whatever. So you have this 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 dry soup once you put it in a bun though that's when the question really is if you put soup in a bread bowl is it a sandwich or not because if you put soup in a bread bowl and it's a sandwich then the whole thing is a sandwich but if you put soup in a bread bowl it's still soup then a hot dog to me using the logic that if if it's frozen soup is still soup then a hot dog is soup no matter what you tell me. All right. I'm going to let that get some air. You, we can all think, think about, about that, that for, for next week. If you have any week. strong opinions or any other questions, please email almostroommatesqu at gmail.com. Repeat that. Almostroommatesq, as in Quinnipiac, at gmail.com. Quinnipiac University. Quinnipiac University. Forgot the university part. Alright, but we are we're out of time. That was our first episode. That was really fast. I, that was a lot of fun. We had a good time. I, we have so much to talk about. There's just, so much in my brain that's just bouncing around. <laughs> the inner machinations of his mind are an enigma, to quote Patrick Starr. But that is it for the first episode of Almost Roommates with Luca and Mason. Please come back next week. And yeah, thank you guys. That was a good time. Alright.